0: Hi everybody, welcome back to Hear Our Voices. I'm just gonna get some things in the way. If you wanna follow us on Twitter, you can, it'll be in this description box below. If you wanna follow us on, also on Instagram, it'll be in the description box below. If you have any questions, you can DM us anytime. I'm honestly always up <laughs> um, and I'm always checking the DMs when people do. If I don't have an answer for certain things, I will definitely go and ask somebody and we'll get back to you because not everybody knows everything. But today, our special guest will be Shindy. Can you tell us, tell us more about yourself right now, please?
1: Um, yeah, my name is Shindy Wifeman. Um I'm a single mom and I live in Brooklyn. And I don't know what else to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so can you tell us why you end up homeless and how do you end up at that point?
1: Um, yeah, sure. Um, in 2015... I filed for custody and divorce in Brooklyn Supreme Court, and in September of 2015, the judge on my case at that time, Carl Endesino, ordered me out of my home, and I had nowhere to go. Um,
0: so, yeah. So that was that. So, what steps did? How do you end up in path? How do you end up in a shelter?
1: Um, I bounced around from different places to different places in 2015 and 16, and I ended up in an illegal apartment, like a basement apartment, 2016, 2017, maybe even 2018, then I had to move again because my landlord said, oh, I want to sell the place. Honestly, I don't think he ever sold the place. I think he just wanted me out um that's how they get you out sometimes they tell you I need to sell
0: that's true (laughs) yeah
1: so I moved in with a then friend to a different apartment and then she decided she wanted to leave I think she wanted to like move in with her girlfriend or something um and I was left in a three-bedroom apartment with a rent I couldn't afford and I didn't know where else to go so that's how I ended up going to PATH because you know I figured maybe they could help me um, get housing. I- honestly, in a way, I'm glad that I didn't. I couldn't. They they they. PATH is horrible. They force you to stay in like the emergency shelter for ten days, right? Okay. Which is a terrible, terrible, terrible condition. Oh. Um. And. I I wasn't able to stay that week that I was there. I had something else going on and they didn't care. They were like, sorry, you have to stay here. Otherwise you can't get services, which I found disturbing. Um, And in a way I'm grateful that I didn't stay there because I've heard terrible stories from people living in the shelter. Um, And it takes them like years to get housing I don't know. A part of me wishes that I was able to stay, but a part of me is glad that I didn't because I don't know if it would have been sustainable for us, to be honest.
0: Got it. How did you find out about past?
1: Um. Oh, my God. I wish I remembered. I do not remember how I found out about it. I I'm assuming that I posted on Facebook asking for help. Oh, really? really? I'm assuming that... I'm just, that's my assumption because I, I don't know how else I would have found out about it. Maybe a friend of mine who I was talking to might've told me about it, but I, I can't remember. Um, but I didn't know what to expect when I went there. I had no idea that I was going to be sitting there for like 10 billion hours. <laughs> right. Definitely, definitely didn't know I was going to go into emergency one night shelter and then come back the next day and sit another billion hours.
0: Yeah, if you go um, later in the day, they um put you in an emergency one overnight. Yeah you have to get there early for the next day.
1: Yeah. I went there maybe six or seven PM. Oh um, that's why.
0: Yeah. yeah. I didn't
1: I didn't know anything about, about how anything worked. Nothing. And then, you know, we had to go back at seven AM, I think.
0: That's a lot for people, to be honest. That's a really a lot for a person and children.
1: Yes, my son missed a day of school, which I thought was ridiculous. They, ha- they, you need to bring your children there. And I'm like, this is the most dumb thing I've ever heard. If a person is able to not bring their children, if they have family that can care for them, or if they have school, why would you wanna put children through this? It's just so traumatizing.
0: It definitely is, it's crazy. So you said you didn't stay at Pastor, even though you went through all those things. you did end up not staying. I ended
1: up not staying at the like emergency ten day shelter thing they put us in. It was so horrible. Oh, my God, it was terrible there. Um I mean, look, I, I I think that for people you know who can stay there and who need it very badly, um it's good that they have it. But um, for us that week, and I also, I didn't really know how the system works. I'm, I didn't grow up homeless. Um, I didn't grow up, I grew up very sheltered. So I didn't really know how the system works, how to work the system or anything like that. I'm thinking now I could have just not told them that I wouldn't be staying. I would just, I don't know what I would have done, but yeah. Um, I ended up finding an apartment that was still out of reach um of my income but I wanted to move so badly that I just didn't think about the consequences at the time I had some savings um which I knew weren't sustainable you can't you can't live on savings they run out eventually um and they're there for emergencies right so I just decided not to think about how it was going to play out and I was also hoping just for the best um, you know, for things to get better financially and stuff like that.
0: That's cool. Do you think now that like, did you get any other care at different places like camp or stuff like that? Even though you didn't go to a shelter.
1: Oh my God, camp! <laughs> oh my
0: God,
1: I I honestly, I really wonder what the people at these organizations do. I really truly wonder what it is they actually do. And if they actually accomplish anything ever. Um, they do. Maybe. It just takes a long
0: process. Because the thing about it with Canberra, um, they're basically, I not want to say funded. I don't know if all of it is funded, but I know majority of it is funded by HRA. Mm-hmm. And HRA takes about 30 to 45, even more days to get things done. And because of that, Canva is so slow. So that's why it's also like that. But like I say, I've gotten funds from them with back rent and with the furniture and stuff like that. But it's just like, it takes, you got to be very diligent. Or shelter with a system anything in America was like government run you have to be diligent with it at all times and you have to be on their backs like you have to be on their necks all the time to get things done right. I can say that living in a shelter for over a year that you have to be on their backs if you're not you're this is going to swallow you whole
1: right so yeah the <laughs> the problem is is that I was also like At the time when I was first made homeless, right? I was just busy, just surviving, going to court dates and seeing my son. Plus I think I was in school. Um, so I was spread so thin, like my energy and my resources only went so far. Right. Um, And it's still to this day, like I was very affected by that experience being made homeless when I shouldn't have made homeless. Like that was the wrong decision by that judge to do because the apartment lease was in my name, the Section 8 housing voucher was in my name. And when my ex moved out of the apartment in 2018, I asked the then judge on the case. We switched judges. We didn't switch judges, our judges got switched. Um, Ingrid Joseph, I said, he's moving out. Can I move back into my home? And she just didn't even answer. It was a really horrible, horrible, experience I have to go and pack up all of my belongings I put it into storage and then when I found myself in like a new place with my then friend um, I went to the storage place to get my stuff out I had couches and I had you know like appliances and I had like kitchen tables and stuff like that like expensive stuff and they had it was nowhere to be found they had, yeah, they had sold the whole unit, like the whole storage room. They oh, said man. accidentally, and I'd been paying them every single month for storage. Accidentally? And, yeah. Oh, it was gosh. it was just trauma after trauma, honestly. Imagine losing your home and all of your belongings through no fault of your own. Um, it wasn't like I had been evicted. It wasn't like I wasn't paying the rent or anything. It was horribly mm-hmm. traumatic and could have been completely avoidable if not for think about this like court officials like why would anyone in their right minds mind say well sucks to be you I'm not gonna let you go back to your home
0: that's crazy yeah I don't think they care sometimes or they just think oh, that I, think I know they, they don't, don't. that's crazy so does your how long ago was this um
1: the court case lasted from 2015 to 2019
0: so your child has been in this for a while has how how has all of this affected your kid
1: um well he is insistent that we never go back to path he's like i never want to go back there um yeah he was very traumatized by that um i i you know the people at path were mostly nice they were mostly okay but it's just not a place to i don't i don't think children should be brought there honestly unless you absolutely have to and then that's understandable you know they have some food or meals maybe that they give while you're there which is which is nice of them but insisting that children be there is abusive, honestly. Got it. School, why would they need to be there? It's terrible.
0: I think why they do that also is because it would delay a lot of the process of what's happening, even though I feel like they shouldn't be there either. But if they are not there, you have to leave and go pick them up. And, and PATH is only, if anybody who's listening, is only in the Bronx at this point. And because it's only in the Bronx, the people are coming from all the boroughs just to get to PATH. If everybody has to leave at a certain time to get their kids and bring them back there, everybody will be going in um in the accessible shelter at nighttime, and that wouldn't be wouldn't be able to get nothing done. What they pro- what I think they personally should do is do everything by at this point by Zoom, and um get people in those shelters probably be fast if They all had like, a good number they can call for a Zoom call every day, and people just be in the waiting room waiting to be t- like to talk to somebody and get it through that way. I think things and scan everything in or take pictures of everything, everything will get done much faster. People would even have not even have a need for a building, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that's a really good option for the people that are able to access this option. I don't think I would do away with a building because some people need like a person and you know, um, Technology isn't their best suit, so That's I would sure. definitely not do away with a building, but I would also not insist that the children need to be there. If people can arrange childcare, or, I don't know what, you know, for their children to stay somewhere with their friends or a family for a night or for a day or something. I also think it would make the process smoother.
0: I think, especially because down HRA buildings are kind of more technology, like they upgraded. I think when they got away with that building, they could put it, everything that they need to in different HRA HRA buildings. And they have a lot of those. Not like it's just one building for HRA. Yeah, yeah, right. A ton of like different zip codes. If they put it in there, they're all governmental things. Certain even documentation, people who already have HRA. They wouldn't have to, yeah. go, to go get things. They already have in the system and it'll be much faster, to be honest. They kind of- But also, like, combine why is there it, only- but, you know,
1: why is there better. only one path building shouldn't there be one in every borough
0: same thing I was saying apparently they were before but I guess it wasn't working but they should probably hook up with um, HRA and make it easier and people won't have to bring as so much documentations and this and that and it just be much easier for a lot of people but I don't think there's a lot of people are not thinking about these options and how to make it better for families and thinking about what they can do and what they need to do, no. Ask people what they might want, what works for them, and probably they'll be working out much better, you know, kind of, just just being much better all around. A person from Queens should not be traveling all the way to the Bronx just to get some help. That's ridiculous. When you're passing everything, every other HRA station and every other free building they have was nobody's even using, and they could be doing what they need to do. And right. I'm
1: remembering, well. I'm thinking about one of the HR buildings next to me in Brooklyn in Coney Island, half of the building is empty, honestly, right. you know, right. if they were to either renovate the building or it's a very low building, like, I don't know, a couple of floors, two floors, maybe three floors, maybe if they were to, you know, make the building taller, a portion of that even could be, you know added for some other stuff instead of being taking up so much space and being so empty but also in the past like five years developers have taken over the area and put up big buildings why couldn't one building or two buildings have been designated for either a shelter or for housing i always wonder that it's so frustrating
0: it really is. I know the one in downtown Brooklyn has like the Medicaid, Medicare, one of the two. Um, they have that and they also have Nitra in the building. It's a very big building, actually. Um, so they have all the HRA stuff in there and they have those also in the building. So they try to, I guess certain buildings, depending where you are and you know, things like that, that's why they have more stuff in those buildings. But even the one in Queens, I think, does that also. Not, not with the um Nitro, though, but they have the HRA and they have the Medicaid and da. So It it could be done, it's not, I think they need to think more out the box and to be able to help more families. And I think that's how it kind of would be, you know, conducive, you know, to help people. So. Hi guys, we came to the end of our podcast for this week. I hope you enjoyed what you were listening to. I hope that what you heard can be able to help you if you've been through the situation. We're gonna have more information down below That can help anybody who has been in domestic violence issues. Okay, guys, so I see you next week for the rest of her stories. Bye.